Welcome everybody to the RV podcast number 390. And we've got some big announcements about our future RV plans to share with you this week. Welcome fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off the beaten path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists, Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Hello everybody, I'm Mike Wendland. This is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. We're coming to you from uh, Adventure Marine in uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida on uh, beautiful Santa Rosa Sound, part of Choctahatchee Bay. And it's a beautiful day in Florida. And we, uh, as we said, have some big announcements that we're gonna share from you about our future RV plans. And let's tell them right now we are going full throttle even more into the RV lifestyle. We're not going to be full timers, but we said full throttle. And we're going to explain it all coming up in, a, in the next segment. But uh, uh, stay with us if you're a regular follower. We've got some big uh, announcements to share with you this week. Uh, man, it's beautiful, huh? It is a gorgeous day. This is the best day that we've had the whole time we've been down yeah. here. Yeah, temperature's about 75, uh, not a cloud in the sky, uh, everybody's happy. Uh, spring break is full underway in Florida and it's, uh, spring break really kind of goes from about the 1st of March till the middle of April. <laughs> and uh, I don't know which schools, I think Atlanta schools and Georgia schools and colleges are out. It's crowded. It's crowded. We it have, is. We just had a busy time with our family. Yeah, uh, two of our three kids and their their spouses and the grandkids were here, and they just left on Saturday, so it was kind of empty at our place. Uh, I wish they would have been here this week. Yes, it would have been there. Uh, well, they had good weather. They had Everybody good weather, had but this is better. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, we're gonna get to our announcements in the next segment, but first we want to share with you three things that you need to know this week about uh, the RV lifestyle. We're going we're gonna to start with something that has come up in regards to the Ukraine war and all of the, the conversations that you've had about it. Uh, you want to start off with that one? Yes. You know, did you wonder what the Russians, some of the Russians were talking about wanting to take back some land in California? And I was very curious about it. Couldn't figure out Yes. <laughs> what in California they wanted to take back. If you have been listening, there were some comments by um, some Russian politicians literally uh, about taking back, and I'm quoting exactly, taking back a California state park. And we kind of like, what? And, and that was going to be, you know, payback for the sanctions Yeah, for and the everything. sanctions that have been placed on the Russians because of attacking the Ukraine. And it was um, California's Fort Ross State Park, right on the Pacific Coast. And it's, as we looked into that, it has a really interesting history. Yeah, uh, it has Russian ties. About a dozen years ago, uh, the Russians came in and donated money to keep the uh, park afloat during the recession. Now, nobody knows that, but that's really fascinating. This park, California's um, Fort Ross State Park, uh, it, it, like, um, it was Russian oligarchs, you know, those super rich Russian oligarchs and how they get their money and the Russian mafia, all that stuff, everybody talk. Well, anyway, these oligarchs donated money 
during uh, the last recession, back I think in 2018, 2008, 2009, to keep this park afloat. And uh, the park was actually uh, created. It was created by the Russians in 1812 as a fort. And then it was sold in 1841 to John Sutter's. And then it became a state park in 1909. So anyway, uh, in the midst of all the talk about the sanctions and payback, uh, they've been talking about taking back the, the fort. I don't know how they would do that, but that's what they've been <laughs> that's claiming. That's not asked. Uh, our viewers may know the park because it has a really great campground. It's called Reef Campground. And uh, anyway, it's an interesting story. It makes us now really want to visit yeah, that place. I wanna, yeah, I want to go visit that park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, there's another story, and this is a great uh, consumer alert for you. And this has to do with uh, the, uh, a company that was involved in the RV consignment business. Now, you've heard about that. This is a company that, uh, and there are many of them around the country where, uh, and most of them are, are very reputable, where you bring your RV, they'll put it on their lot, and they'll get all the traffic. Somebody will want to see it they'll show it and as a result when it sells they get a pretty a nice commission out of it you still get most of it but but they get a commission um, well this happened in uh, McMinnville Oregon and on Saturday police arrested the owner of a company called Max RV sales mm -hmm. and uh, they accused him of basically selling RVs on consignment but never compensating the real owners of those RVs so uh, the police uh, investigated and found the owner was paid for selling about 30 RVs between 30, 30 yeah, of them. May of 2019 and April of 2021, but he never shared the money. He just pocketed all the money, and I think it was something like $800,000. 800 grand. So police are, 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 are this investigation under, ongoing. They're trying to find out who actually owned these RVs and uh, how they can get their money back and uh, it's a mess but it's a it's a great example to you if you're thinking about selling on consignment really check out the business uh, look out reviews call better business bureau whatever it is but be very careful and the third thing that you need to know about uh, this week in the rv world has to do with uh, yellowstone national park and a rather unusual fundraising uh, scheme that the park boosters have come up with. Well, it's a nonprofit fundraising group. Now, Yellowstone, you gotta understand that Yellowstone just celebrated its 150th anniversary on March, March 1st. March 1st, yeah, yep. March 1st, 150 years. So, so what are they doing? They are offering for the small amount of money, $1,500. $1,500. A chance to win an inheritance pass that, you know, you'll be able to go in the go into the park in 150 years. Not you, because you're going to be dead in <laughs> yeah, 150 years. I'd be surprised years. if you're still here. Well, that's why they call it the inheritance I pass. I mean, like 2172 is a long, long ways from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Far so, off. So, uh, but, but yeah, so you probably, well, maybe you'll be, some of you will be around, but you got to spend 1500 bucks to get this pass. And, uh, and but but if you do that, next year they'll give you a free pass for the park right. too. Right, you get so a you complimentary pass for next year. So that's a pretty good deal. So the $1,500 is somehow tied to the 150th anniversary. And I, I, I profess I don't quite understand it all, but uh, in the show notes, we'll post a link and you can learn all about it. But uh, we're all for supporting Yellowstone, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's a tax write-off. Yeah. And it's fun. Maybe to, I don't know if it is. It was a nonprofit, so somebody, you might. Somebody's gonna win a pass or the yeah. 
you know, win a pass and they'll have the complimentary pass for next year. I think everybody who pays that money. Yeah. So you got fifteen hundred bucks you want to spend for an inheritance Tax pass. Right off. There you go. All right. When we come back after this break, our big announcements about our future RV plans. Stay with us. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborne batteries. Battleborne batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborne batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And it'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborne battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborne batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the RV Podcast. And now we've got our big news to share. Yep. Uh, and again, if you wonder what all the activity around us is, we're at Adventure Marine on the Emerald Coast of Florida, Fort Walton Beach. A lot of the boats that have been out running, uh, running boats all day are coming back in, so you'll probably see people wandering behind us. Okay, so... Uh, we're getting a new RV. Well, actually, we're getting two new RVs. And let's start with uh, the, the first one, which is going to be a pretty big departure for us in the types of RVs we've had. This is our 10th year. We usually swap RVs about every two to three years. And the reason why is because we want to try new products. So that when you ask us questions, we've had familiar familiarity with all sorts of different uh, RVs and how to use them uh, but this one we're getting now uh, went on the assembly line this week on Monday it went on the line it's still on the assembly line in Elkhart Indiana at the headquarters of Keystone RV uh, our next RV will be a Keystone 3250 fifth wheel now some shrewd uh, followers of ours have kind of picked up on the video profile we did on this model at the Tampa show and saw that gleam in our eyes and they've been speculating about that and they've also seen my uh, attempts to find a truck to purchase uh, that's a whole nother topic which we'll talk about in a minute but 
so they've a few of you have put it together and we announced it to our Facebook and YouTube supporters the other day but for all of us we're, we're official now it is on the line we expect to have it in a couple three weeks now uh, what about the current RV we have which is the uh, the Lisa travel vans wonder well we're keeping it we're not selling it at least not for a few months because that takes us to our second announcement and that is that we are uh, buying a 2023 Lisa Travel Vans Unity FX motorhome on the Sprinter chassis. That's right, we're getting two RVs over the next few months. Why two? Let's start with the fifth wheel. Why don't we tell them what we're gonna do with that and how we see that. Besides the fact it has a lot more room and we're looking forward to that. We see that as something that we can leave on our property in Tennessee we can take it up to our property in Michigan that we're going to get or we have some property that we can use right now so that would give us some space and uh, think of it as a cottage yeah as a, a cottage, cottage on, on wheels, wheels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I gotta tell you if you saw the video and I will link to it in the show notes we will put some pictures of it as well over this on our YouTube version of the podcast and you can see why we like this the Arcadia uh, there's several different models. This is the smallest one, 32 feet, five, uh, 32 and a half feet long. Um, we just fell in love with it when we saw it at Tampa. Lots of room, uh, so well designed, lots of really great innovation, which we will share when we pick it up. But we have a lot to learn about it, and I think that's a big appeal to us because we've never had a fifth wheel before. No, nope, never had that. We have had a towable in our early days of RVing. Before we started the blog and everything, we had a small 13-foot uh, Shasta travel trailer that we had. We've also had a pop-up. and Coleman pop-up. Coleman pop-up. And then we, we've had numerous Class B RVs, and we've had now two Class Cs. But this will be the first fifth wheel we ever had. And I have to say, I am so excited about this. One as we've gotten to know more about Keystone, just the quality with which they build this Arcadia, the beauty of the Arcadia. It's got so many cool, innovative features, but the room we'll have. That if, is so cool. Bo's going to like it. Bo's going to be able to spread out. And the best part for Bo is... Yes, he'll be... He won't have... He hates riding in our Wonder. Uh, he's Class C right now because he's, he doesn't have enough room. He wants to ride right up with us. He wants cab. my seat. He wants your seat. Well, he, he wants does. shotgun. Shotgun. driving. He wants and, shotgun. And uh, this way he'll have his own seat in the backyard of our tow vehicle that we'll have. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the tow vehicle yet. I'll give you a hint on it at the end of all of this stuff. But uh, uh, the Arcadia is just really neat. And as I said, we've learned so much about the company and the quality and the innovation. How are we going to use it? As Jennifer said, uh, we are going to travel with it. We're going to take it probably cross-country. I hate to say too much about our travel plans because, man, everything can change in a minute, as right. we all know. But we are going to travel with it. We plan to, uh, to probably uh, head uh, west with it uh, early this summer. Uh, but we do also plan to leave it on our Tennessee property. As you know, if you're regular, we've been developing uh, some, some property for an RV retreat, private RV retreat for us, and maybe some friends that we'll invite. Uh, we can see that staying there. Uh, for some period of time. Like Jennifer said, we're looking at, at using some property in Michigan as well, and we can leave it there, go back and forth. We're still doing the RV lifestyle, and just be able to stay at extended periods of time with, with more room in there. Mm -hmm. So we are really excited about that. 
um, and we'll tell you much more about it. We're expected to pick it up towards the end of the month, this month, April uh, 2022, as this is being recorded. And we'll have lots of stories. We'll have some assembly stories as it's being built, and we'll show it. We'll talk to the people who are putting it together. We'll share all of the features it has. We'll do our, our normal, every time we get a new RV, we do a couple of really in-depth reviews. You'll see where Jen is storing stuff. Uh, all the things that we uh, that we're really gonna have fun uh, equipping it. We're gonna go visit a, a camping world and equip it with all the accessories that we want. We'll share all of that coming down the line. Um, let me tell you, we have a lot of solar on it. We have a lot of lithium batteries on it, and uh, it, it we just are really excited about it. So how's that for a surprise? Nobody <laughs> expects to see us in the fifth wheel. But we uh, can now share to you that. About a year and a half ago, we uh, penciled in our an order for a Leisure Travel Vans Unity FX. I think it was more like about two years ago. Yeah, I think it was two. We had uh, Mike Elias yep. put us down. So we have been talking with Leisure. That is the first vehicle we had in the Class C range. We had a Unity, a 2019 Unity, I believe it was, mm -hmm. and we loved it. We got the wonder because we really needed to know what the Ford Transit chassis was like, and it's it's a winner. It's a great chassis. We also wanted to drive an all-wheel vehicle for a while and see how that went, and we wanted to uh, have experience with a gas motorhome, all of which the wonder ticked those boxes. And the storage area. And it had that massive garage and storage. Uh, so it's time for us to, to move to what, what we think will be maybe our forever motorhome, and uh, we went right back to what we had a few years ago, the Unity FX. Uh, we just love the layout of that and the room it offers. And we're in a different season in our life now, and we wanted the Unity because we want to be able to pull a tow. We are really excited about that. We never thought we'd want to tow a vehicle because you know we had all the Class Bs, which are really a van, a camper van. And even the uh, the Wonder, uh, it's just it's easy to unhook and to use that as your main vehicle. But we found ourselves traveling and visiting a lot of different places and moving the RV all the time. And then we realized if we could stay in these places a little bit longer, and we had a vehicle that we could tow uh, behind us, we could then ex we could stay at one location and, and more thoroughly explore it. Yeah, our conservation of gas effort. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, so, so that was our uh, that was our, our reasoning for for getting it. It's on the Sprinter chassis, the Mercedes Sprinter chassis, and that will tow um, a. a uh, we have a, 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 a Ford or a, a Chevrolet Equinox, and uh, it will tow that all four wheels down. So we think we'll we'll use the Unity to tow that vehicle on on those, the trips we take with it, and then. Um, that takes me back to the other vehicle that, that comes with all of this, and that is we need a truck to tow the Arcadia, the uh, fifth wheel. And that has certainly been an adventure. Oh my gosh. Uh, next week, I'm gonna talk about that in depth. I'm going back to my old investigative reporter days. It's actually be more of, a, of an expose about uh, just how some, let's face it, a lot, car dealerships are really exploiting the shortage uh, in, uh, in heavy-duty trucks, in uh, three-quarter ton and above trucks. Uh, I'll share a bunch of stories I have had with you. We uh, announced to our supporters that we bought a truck on Saturday, uh, as, uh, this past Saturday, 
And then on Monday, uh, I sent some notes in about, hey, you know, I need to get a couple ideas. I want to plan for the, the right hitch for the fifth wheel. And I was told that the truck was sold out underneath me. I don't fully understand exactly how this happened. It's pretty funny because you bought it at 11 o'clock and somebody else bought it at 1. And, and that person got the title to it. Now, there were probably some confusion because I bought it from a guy in Nashville's dealership and it was their dealership up in Kentucky that had it, one of their dealerships in Kentucky. But I still don't understand how, if my deposit went through at 11, why somebody that went through at 1 got it. But nevertheless, that happened. It wasn't meant to be. And uh, I, I, know, I happen to know my salesman. I trust him. He's a man of integrity. And I, uh, I'm sure we're going to find something either from him or somewhere else. But, um, but what an adventure. <laughs> All this is to say it's really hard to get a truck. Uh, and used truck prices are, are really high. New truck prices are incredible. It's very hard to get. Next week we're going to talk in depth about this and uh, share a lot of feedback from readers and some of our, our work and uh, like I say it's more of an expose on it. But uh, So we'll have to have a truck and uh, we're close. I think we'll we'll probably have an announcement for you next week on what we end up with. But I mean we can't hook Bo to it? Bo can't pull it. <laughs> so, so there you go. Uh, so what are our RV travel plans? Well as we say we are so excited about the property in Tennessee that we have. We are really excited about this idea of owning uh, in, in, in areas that we like to visit property where we can camp in our RV. So uh, we've, you already have known about our, our plants at the Woodlands in Tennessee and we've told you about some property that we plan to use like that in Michigan and there may be, an, there may be more down the line but we think that that is an emerging trend. Many other influencers we have found since we've done this are doing the same thing. Um, uh, buying property where they always know they have a, a, a home base where they can continue to enjoy the RV lifestyle and not have to worry about never finding a place to live or uh, or stay with their RV. Uh, also not getting gouged by these incredible gas prices because you don't have to travel quite as much if you have your own property in an area you like. So we're really excited about that, about the RV property. Uh, we are um, half to three-quarter timers we're not full-time RVers never have been but we nevertheless uh, uh, live this lifestyle 24 7 because uh, that's all we think eat and breathe I think these days right <laughs> true so we are excited would love to hear your comments your thoughts uh, Arcadia 32.5 uh, 32 uh, uh, foot uh, fifth wheel it's the 3250 is the model and uh, again, we'll put a link to the video tour we did of it in Tampa that you can see. And then uh, the uh, Unity FX uh, 2023 and the Sprinter, we don't have that to show you because that hasn't been built, but we're hoping to get that uh, in early fall. Uh, that's our best guess. And yes, it will have been um, about two and a half years, maybe, uh, close to that since we, uh, since we uh, told Leisure that that's what we wanted. So. Uh, it's been a long wait for it. I've not shared that publicly even though we knew it was uh, that we've been talking with them and we had that uh, penciled in thing two and a half years ago, two years ago. Uh, but now uh, we're pretty sure that it's going to be ready in the, in the fall and uh, we thought we'd share that announcement with you as well. And don't ask, we're not going to sell the Wonder until we get the Yeah, we will sell Unity the Wonder. FX. Yeah, and uh, we've already, I've had 
almost every day uh, people are picking up on this and they're asking me, hey, are you going to sell you one? Are you going to sell you one? And yes, we will, but probably not till uh, Not till we get the other. <laughs> not until the end of summer or so. And it goes there. Uh, so now we have two RVs and almost a truck and uh, RV property. We had a truck, but it just didn't last Yeah, long. we had one truck, didn't last, never got it. But, but, but that's going to work out. We're confident of that. Yes. And uh, we're just really excited about uh, what the future holds for us. We are so uh, into this RV lifestyle and I love the fact that it's the lifestyle that you can, you can flex, you can adjust your plans. Uh, so we're we're here we're in it for the long haul or is until we don't have fun anymore <laughs> and we are having fun we're having fun all right when we come back your questions about the rv lifestyle stay with us are you tired of overcrowded campgrounds competing for reservations paying high fees for sites while ownership is an emerging trend in rving that might be for you jennifer and i recently bought some property just west of nashville from a great company in tennessee that specializes in large acreage rv property they're called Tennessee Land and Lakes. You can check them out at myrvland.com. The scenery and the setting is breathtaking, and you own it outright. It's not a timeshare. Your property, your way. You can garden, landscape, bring your pets, your friends. It's big acreage in a private setting. There's high-speed fiber optic internet connection along with utilities, a wonderful place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations, and it's ready whenever you want to be there. Prices for big acreage start at only $79,900, plus you get us as your neighbors. There's financing available and some really friendly staff to work with. Visit MyRVLand.com. That is MyRVLand.com. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for your RV lifestyle questions. And our first question is a video question. This comes from Cindy Trost, and uh, we just are delighted to get these video uh, questions like this. You just record them on your phone and uh, send them to us at mikeandjen at rvlifestyle.com. Here's Cindy's question. Hey, Mike and Jen. First of all, I want to say thanks so much for all the great information you provide on RVing. I love your podcast and your YouTube channel, and I really appreciate everything you do for the RV community. So today, my question for you is this. My husband and I are full-time. We've been full-time for a while, and it's now time for us to replace our current rig. We have a fifth wheel, and we're going to get another fifth wheel. We would like to... Get one that's maybe a year or two old. But, you know, I've been reading a lot of horror stories about rigs that are so-called COVID rigs. In other words, rigs built in 2020 and 2021 during the pandemic. And what I've been hearing from other RVers is that these rigs really took a nosedive in quality. So I'm a bit concerned about that. And I would really love to get your opinion what do you think about buying a rig built during 2020 or 2021? Is that a good idea or should we go further back, like maybe a 2019? I would love to know what you think and I appreciate any guidance and advice you have for me. Thanks so much again for everything you do and happy travels. Thank you very much, Cindy, for the question. And like I say, we just love getting those video questions as well. So she talks about uh, this uh, the rumors she's heard and you can find them online where they talk about uh, COVID RVs RVs built in in the in 2020 
uh, to meet that massive sudden surge in demand. And the question is always, of course, uh, uh, is the quality the same? And I have to say, we've heard enough reports over the uh, over the past uh, year or two about I don't want to say slipshod quality, but definite quality issues on some RVs. So would I buy a 2020? Certainly not without an inspection. Would I buy a 2022? Uh, I'd still want an inspection, but I would buy with a lot more confidence. That's about as close as we can come, I think, to answering your question. Hope, mm -hmm. that, hope that helps. You got one? Yeah, I've got a question. This is from Janice, and she said that Janice and her husband sold their 36-foot Class A, and they're anxiously awaiting their new 25-foot Gulfstream BT Cruiser, and it goes into production soon. We ordered it in September of uh, 21. Do you think we could be getting a 2023 since they're waiting so long? and uh, hope to visit us someday. They live just west of Knoxville in Rockwood, Tennessee. Uh, well, it, I guess uh, it depends on when does the BT Cruiser have its model year. Um, that's, a, that's a tough question to answer because I don't know that brand and some RVers, well most RVers will say, okay, we announced we list our 2023s in, at the end of the year, like the car years. But really, the chassis are all 2022s. So uh, I think that you will get whatever year your RV is built in. It'll be that year. So uh, if it goes into production soon, it would be a 2022. RVers are not like cars. They don't announce their model years, you know, six months in advance like our automobiles do. Uh, they tend to be built on the chassis so what year is the chassis that's really the one that it gets counts. very confusing yes uh, maybe it's their 2023 model plan but it's on a 2022 chassis so uh, you'll get whatever chassis year that is uh, and the chassis years uh, you know I don't know when they come out uh, maybe they come out in the fall uh, call call and ask because uh, but but I, but in general when you order something that has, that's going to take a long lead time, they will give you whatever model year it's built in. So you're not buying, you ordered this in September 2021, so they're not building you a 2021. Does that make sense? I think so. I think so. So uh, congratulations. That's going to be an adjustment going from a 36-foot Class A to a 26-foot uh, Class C, but uh, you'll, I think you'll have a great time. BT Cruiser is a lot of fun. It's going to be good in some ways and not so good in other ways but good it'll be easier to maneuver and get around not yep. quite so much room but you've thought all that through yep all right there's one here's one from linda and she says i'm an 81 year old widow camping with a 31 foot class c my tv is not a smart tv so my son gave me a fire stick 4k however it won't work for me without internet right uh i mostly camp in florida state parks and they don't have wi-fi right uh, my phone and iPad do have internet, but nowhere strong enough for streaming. Verizon has a Wi-Fi hotspot, but said that the streaming would eat up the service and my regular internet. Yep. Do you know of a product to solve my problem? I have a hard time with all the tech talk of gigabytes, etc. Can you advise me? Well, um, first learn about gigabytes, because Linda, that's the future. That's not even the future, that's today. you got to understand this stuff a little. Uh, but um, the solution is you're going to have to spend 
150, 180 bucks a month for uh, a good internet connection for your with with unlimited service. Uh, I pay, for example, right now on ours, uh, I have a service called Internet on the Go, and it's 189 dollars a month. But I have like 80 gigabytes of data that I can download, and that's more than enough to stream shows every night if I need to, and not uh, eat up the, um, the the limit. The MiFi spot uh, hotspots are typically 13, 15 gigabytes a month, and uh, you can't really stream much on that. You'll use that all up. So, uh, my best advice to you is get a good router, like a PepWave. Uh, and, and find one of those services that offer unlimited internet. It's going to cost you uh, 150 and upwards a month to be able to do a lot of streaming, uh, but that's that's what you got to do, <laughs> unless you can find campgrounds with Wi-Fi. All right, those are your questions. We love getting your questions. We like video questions. Mm -hmm. Video and, questions are our favorite. Yeah, because it's less work for us. We can just <laughs> play the video. And we like uh, seeing you as you ask the question. Uh, but however you send us a question, whether by video or by uh, text, just use our private email. It's Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. And that's it for episode 390. We are excited. Uh, I can't wait to hear your reaction to our RV plans. And uh, next week, we're going to tell you about the scandal of finding a heavy-duty truck uh, at a price that isn't rip-off city. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, in next week's episode. Um, this whole episode has been great for giving me this whole uh, exercise of get, trying to find a truck to tow our fifth wheel has been really good for giving me a, a good story to check it's, out. It's been keeping you busy. It's been keeping me really busy. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you down the road. Happy trails.